The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports Betters providing insights and analysis and free betting picks. Better than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com. Promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers. They make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com. That's aceperhead.com. SGP. Hello and welcome, DGENs, to the NBA Gambling Podcast. It's currently Wednesday, January 27th, 4 p.m. on the Eastern Standard Time. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee, and I'm joined, as always, by Zach Swissbank Broner. How are you doing, Zach? What's good, bro? I'm doing well. Um, you know, last night, we, we were just talking before the show, last night was a eight and one combined night for for uh me you and moon off yeah um, and i and it, i fucked it up by not taking <laughs> the jazz and we would have gone we, we would have gone nine and oh yeah and it was a funny way for the jazz to win because austin rivers had 25 points in the first half on 10 of 10 shooting and the knicks were up i believe 13 at halftime yep. and ended up losing by 14 and the jazz were by 11 so um but it was it was it was a good night regardless two and one and you're back to almost I don't want to jinx your journey to get there but uh, almost at five hundred don't say it don't say it I, every time I every time I've brought it up where I've seen five hundred in spitting distance I just drop like seven games so we'll see <laughs> uh, tonight's a big uh, slate of games so that could definitely change one way or the other um, I mean you could you could get to five hundred tonight if you if you run the table. If I run the, if I go, if hit them with a, if I hit the people with an eleven and one night tonight, I will have a lot to be thankful for, including getting back to five hundred. I will say, I think that we, I think we're both in agreement that, um, not that anything's getting easier, but that you're, it's more. I mean, obviously, it makes sense. You know, we're about a quarter way into the season, but that, you know, I think we have more of a handle on some of these teams. You know, who's good, who's bad, who's frisky as a dog, who's who can cover as a favorite. Um, well, I so feel like we just, starting to take shape. It's just starting. We have enough data now to start yeah. really getting a, a true picture of what the league's going to be. And it's going to be, this year is going to be harder than most years going forward anyway, because of the unique situations and because of all the people sitting down for quarantine and COVID situations, but we'll learn to factor that in going forward. And that's, what's going to be exciting about this season. Um, but yeah, as I was sitting down and picking games and, and reading through stuff today 
things were coming a lot easier to me, things to talk about. I didn't have to like stretch for things. So it, you can tell we're not quite a quarter of the way through the season yet, even though um, it's a 72 game season, a shorter season, but I start feel like we've played enough games. We're starting to get a sense of these teams, uh, but things can still totally change with some of these teams. I, I don't think anything is locked in stone. Yeah, 100. percent I, I think I don't think anything's locked in stone at all. I think you're seeing some some teams start to figure it out, um, and we're also still waiting on some teams. You know, the the Raptors, the Heat, that people expect to be there at the end of the day. Those teams need things to turn around for them yep. um, to get back to the playoffs. Um, you know, like you said, there are some numbers, and I just want to share a couple that caught my eye at the top, at the top of the show. Yeah, please. Um, the Houston Rockets are seventh in net rating since James Harden left. Um, really i did not and they are and they are top and they are fifth best in defense um and i think you and i both had them locked up last night against the wizards that was a game that was decently competitive uh throughout but the rockets pulled away in the fourth quarter um that just made sense to me with john wall going against his former team and they just the rockets even with christian wood sitting had significantly more talent i feel like because of all the injuries on the wizards totally and and yeah i mean i was so shocked to see that you know this team like I said, seventh in net rating since losing James Harden. That can't be stated enough. Um, well, and not only that, but they've ha- they've been missing Christian Wood for a few of those games too. He's yes, he's one of their, he, if not their best player, one of their top three players. Yeah, and they and they didn't have Victor Oladipo for that first win against the Spurs, which was mm-hmm. the night that they that they the first game after James. Um, where are you kind of at with this Rockets team? Because I, I honestly see this team as pushing towards the back end of the playoff picture in the Western Conference. Oh, I absolutely do. And I thought that is why I took uh, I kind of faded the public of what they think. And that's why I took their over on uh, win total at the beginning of the season, because I could see a storyline with James Harden leaving and then kind of everybody rallying around this, you know, nucleus, everybody counting them out. And then suddenly, you know, it's like the you, you know, Simmons always talks about with the Ewing theory, like when Patrick Ewing went, went out, the Knicks got way better. Uh, I, I could see that happening with this Rockets team, not because James Harden wasn't amazing, but because he was sucked in all the energy from that team and he was a malcontent. So I, I love to see how John Wall is playing. I was a big John Wall fan. I'm, I'm glad to see him coming back. I love Oladipo. I love Christian Wood. I, you know, I love watching Boogie Cousins. So let's, uh, I'm, I'm totally bought in on this Rockets team. Yeah, I, I am too. And I really think they're going to be a play on team coming up. I mean, you take a look at the schedule coming up they really don't this schedule you know is not bad at all uh, even up all the way up until the uh where the schedule breaks off because of the covid scheduling if you pull this up i mean portland new orleans a back-to-back against okc memphis san antonio charlotte new orleans the knicks the wizards again so they don't play uh title contender really the rest of the way i think people are holding this team in the regard of like a pretty bad to straight up bad team where I think I would say they're an average to maybe even slightly above average. So I, I, I'm going to be looking to play on the Rockets um, I think going forward. It looks like their toughest matchup is going to be uh, uh, their next toughest match. I mean, they are playing, they're playing Portland and Portland's good, but they've got so many injuries. And then, you know, San Antonio is good, but they're not a powerhouse. New Orleans has been really struggling. Miami has been really struggling. Their next really big test is uh, February 17th against Philadelphia in Philadelphia, which will be really tough. Yeah, well, that's straight up. That's the next. I was going to say that game as well. I mean, yeah, I, I honestly um, 
very in- i mean i i think they could they can make a push and for your for your win total push that that's going to be really exciting for you i mean if they could stack up they're, they're four and three in their last seven that's since the Harden trade um three straight wins now so christian wood he's back healthy tomorrow night he said he's 100 percent good to go so um i think there's something brewing in houston right now i'm i'm, I'm and it's not even like their offense has been crazy, which is what Steven Silas was known for coming in. They've really been getting it done on the defensive end and, you know, just enough offense, really. Yeah, I agree. And th- their pace has slowed down, which is something I brought up on the locker room yeah. uh, live last night, and uh, which is why I picked uh, my best bet yesterday was the under. In I that saw game. that. That hit, right? Yeah, it hit easily um, there you go. because of everybody thinks that the Rockets is a faster paced team, but they've really slowed down since uh hard and left and then the wizards there everybody thinks of them as a faster paced team but they had so many injuries they just didn't have scoring so uh, i thought that was uh an easy under last night um anything else you want to bring up from uh the last few days before we get into previewing thursday's games and then we're also going to talk about some futures at the end of the podcast yeah i mean you know i gotta bring up my bring up the denver nuggets right now uh four straight wins for the denver nuggets and they're back into fourth place in the western conference which is i think you know kind of going to be there hopefully their home for the rest of the year i think this is kind of where they fit in obviously we can talk about the jazz too they've been a they've been a wagon but yeah this denver nuggets team um in their last 10 games they are they are back to being a top 10 defense in the nba which was always kind of the issue for this team they're still uh, i think the 22nd overall on the season, but um, that way they were just horrific on the defensive end early in the season. I, I still didn't don't think they haven't figured it out, but um, they're putting some things together. I think Jamichael Green's been really, really good for this team. Uh, yeah, he's been Morris. surprising, like yeah. off the bench. Yeah, Jamichael Green's about. The, I, I think Jamichael Green's going to start taking more and more of these minutes. Paul Millstep has started to look a little bit on the older side. Um, obviously, I mean he still does the right things, but between Porter Jr. and how good he was against the Mavericks, I mean. His he's shot come making, back on fire, even yeah, even in playing limited minutes. Yeah, I mean, in, in that Mavericks game, he was able to close that game out because Jamal mm. Murray got ejected. Uh, 30 points, 10 of 18 from the field. I think he had five threes. Yeah. Um, just lethal. He's so dangerous as a three-point shooter. Yeah. At his size and his athleticism to have that th- that range, he, I mean, his ceiling is, I, I get why everybody's so excited about him. If he could just start figuring it out. Yeah, totally. And and he he still it still is funny because like he's still not really that much a part of the flow of the Nuggets offense. But if you just find him on the, on the three point arc, like you said, he just snipes. So um, I'm glad to see the Nuggets back up there seven and three in their last 10 four game winning streak here. And they are back to fourth place in the West. So um, hopefully they can hold that down. I mean, it's funny that in neither conference, I mean, you still have a team that that's, you know, there, there aren't that many teams teams with a great record right now there's a lot of teams with a slightly above average record but um well it's just because very few teams have had been at full strength at all yeah yeah you know, i mean some of the best luck uh and knock on wood for them i feel like the lakers have had really good luck so far you know with their stars and um not having not been hit by the quarantine bug and and we'll talk about them and you know, when we're previewing the uh, thursday's games but it's going to be interesting. A lot of movement's going to still happen. So, um, you know, if you're, if, if you're a fan of one of these teams, that's not doing well, uh, Toronto, Miami, I definitely think more so than any other year, there's a chance for them to really turn it on and turn things around because all that has happened to some of these top teams get a, 
you know, quarantine thing for a couple of weeks. And, you know, what happens, what we saw with the Clippers the other night where they didn't have Paul George or Kawhi and they just didn't have anything. Yeah, exactly. And I was excited for that game last night, ended up being kind of a dud with, uh, obviously Trey Young played really well in that game, but yeah, shame to not have, um, a couple more. I mean, I, I very impressive win for OKC in Portland. Um, you know, kind of a yeah. weird loss for, I mean, that's a bad loss for Portland. Um, they were getting run off the floor in the fourth quarter by, you know, a Kenrich Williams, Mike Muscala, Poku lineup. They ended up making it close late, but not enough. So um, OKC, I mean, they played really hard. I was, you know, pretty impressed with them, but an inexplicably bad defensive performance by the, by the Blazers there. Um, yeah. And that was weird because they, the OKC was uh, grabbing four and a half points. That wasn't even much of a, much of a line. Yeah, I think I think it might, might have been favored by a little more, but I mean, I'm, I'm lose... seeing right now that's what it closed at. Oh wow, okay, then yeah, I mean, it, yeah, that, I mean, it was just like I really am not that high on this Portland team. I mean, I, I don't think Vegas is really either. I mean, they were what favored by four against the Knicks, and I guess four and a half against OKC. So you know they have the injuries right now, but and I don't think this Portland team is. I think the Suns are the, are the fifth best team in the West right now. And now a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsor, and we'll be right back. WinBet. You guys need to check out WinBet immediately and get a $500 risk-free bet. You can bet on all the games that Zach and I are talking about today with these spreads, more or less, that we're talking, and they might move a little bit. But WinBet has all these games. You got to check it out. $500 risk-free bet. And if you send in your a screenshot of your first bet at WinBet you'll, to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, you get a free t-shirt. Okay, that's there's tons of boosted bets on WinBet, including a wheel spin to boost parlays. Perfect for DGENs only. Uh, WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Michigan is coming soon, and so many more states are on the way. So definitely go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N and see if your state is updated today. Um, do you want to get into picks for tomorrow? I, I, a couple more. Obviously, Bam out of bio. Um, like he is just making a, a massive superstar leap right now yeah. um, in this absence of Jimmy Butler. And just he just show, was showing so much in that back-to-back against Brooklyn. So uh, don't want to miss that. Obviously, super impressive. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited for their game tonight against the Nuggets because, uh, you know, it, it sucks that the Heat are going to be missing so many players, but to see Bam go against uh, – joker is going to be real fun yeah 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 i mean it, the, he he would just i'm trying to pull the box score here uh 26 10 and 5 in that second game against the nets which was monday night so him against joker is going to be a treat to watch tonight nuggets favored by six in miami i think uh miami oh you you and Munaf both are taking denver so far i've not put my picks in yet yeah and uh one thing i pointed out this morning on the nba slack channel which if you're not a part of go to uh sg.pn slack and join up where i was uh in there chatting about bets and stuff like that and i had some early leans tonight and uh, i i did throw out the bam versus joker 
Uh, I could see uh, the over on uh, Joker assist tonight. If Bam's guarding him, he's going to have to get rid of the ball more. He hasn't had double just digit assist night in five games. So I think he's due because he started off just like killing it with uh, double digits assist every night. And then also look for uh, Andre Drummond to feast against his old team tonight. Maybe 20 rebounds in play and Capella should have a big night against uh, the statue formerly known as DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, I like all of those. I, I, yeah, and I think the Nuggets were really tired after that Phoenix series, then going to Dallas. So hopefully they'll uh, have gotten some rest before tonight. Cool. All right. Well, a lot of people are probably listening to this, uh, and these games are already passed. So let's get into Thursday night previews and picks. The first game we're going to talk about, we just mentioned them, the Portland Trailblazers at the Houston Rockets. We've talked about those both those teams already. I'm seeing an early line of uh, Rockets. Uh, favored by two and a half. I'm seeing an early total of 228 and a half. Uh, Christian Wood is going to be back. Um, Portland really banged up. Portland seven and 13 in their against the spread in their last 20. Uh, I'm sorry, Houston seven and 13 against uh, the spread in their last 20, but they're a different team now, as we were just talking. Portland is one and four against the spread in their last five. I don't know where you're going with this one. Yeah, I'm definitely on the Rockets here. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like this Portland. I mean, it, it feels weird to think of this Portland team, you know, in this way. But with with CJ and Nurk out, I mean, those are two really, really. I feel like it's you know, it's gotten medium levels of attention. But you know, that's their arguably their, their second and third best players out, and Dame hasn't even been playing that well. Remember, it was CJ who was the guy who was off to the crazy hot start this year, not Dame, yeah. and yeah. then CJ was the one who went down. So. Um, it felt like it was really too bad that CJ went down because it really felt like he was truly taking the next leap and learning how to play next to Lillard, just being like an amazing spot up three point shooter. Like we always knew they were good together, but uh, he just took it to another level this year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, totally. And, you know, when I when I look at this game here, this matchup between Houston and Portland, you know, what's the worst unit? in this game out of the four, I think it's definitely the Portland defense, right? Portland 29th yeah. in defense so far this season. So I, I think it'll abate some of the issues that Houston's offense has. And then Houston's defense has been playing really well. They'll keep this game to a low pace. I think they'll be able to score up on this Portland defense. So I like the minus two here. Um, it's, I, I think it's a little bit more expensive than I thought the Rockets would be in this spot. Maybe you could have gotten to pick them or something is what I anticipated, but I still do like the Rockets here at home. Yeah, I agree. And it could still go to a pick That was just the early line that I saw. Yeah. So um, who knows? I, I, I expect Portland's defense to continue getting worse, though, with Nurk gone and Ennis Cantor cannot. He can't guard DeAndre Jordan. I mean, he's just like horrible defense. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, Dame's not a great defensive player, even when he gets it going. So. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm with you Houston all the way on this one. One thing I wanted to bring up and we're going to talk about futures in a bit, but Damian Lillard, a lot of people, when McCullum went down, they're like, Ooh, it might be interesting. Grab a Dame MVP uh, futures be, uh, since like, he's going to have more on his shoulders. And if he can really step up, then he's going to be uh, the, he's going to be a big story. You can get him right now at 22 to one for MVP um, one thing I brought up yesterday in the um, locker room chat is that from 2001, stat I noticed from 2001 to 2013, 12 seasons straight, the player who won the scoring title 
did not also win the MVP. Then starting with Durant in 2014, four out of the seven scoring title winners also have won the MVP that same season. Uh, Harden, they gave the MVP to his first season. He won the scoring title. He won't win it this year. He's one of the last three years. Are we due for another scoring title winner to be the MVP is my question. Man, that, that's a very interesting stat. I, I don't think so, but I think that does make a lot of sense. I feel like the the way that people, you know, so right now you obviously have Bradley Beal leading the league in scoring. I think there's yeah, no chance. He's going to fall no- off, I think. And I think KD will fall off too a little bit with Harden there. Yeah, I, th- I think there's definitely a chance that you end up with Dame leading, leading the league in scoring here. I just think the way that people consume the NBA now, the conversation is so like smart about the general conversation out there yeah. is so smart about the game that people are almost skeptical of the guy who leads the league in scoring because it's like, oh, are you being efficient or are you being a ball hog, you know? Well, you, so, I mean, but that the opposite is, you would think the opposite would be true. Like in the early, in the mid 2000s before analytics really took off, the guy who was leading the league in points wasn't winning the MVP, but it's been since 2014 that there's been more MVP winners winning the scoring title too. Oh, I, I misheard you. I, th- I thought it was the opposite. So that, yeah, that is, that is actually really surprising. Um, you know, I, I do think we have had like these insanely statistical output seasons that also have been on good teams. Right. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know exactly who the names were in the early uh, 2000s but like Russell Westbrook that was that was a, a top five seed right in the playoffs Giannis has obviously been on you know top two or three seeds here and so is James Harden um, so you've seen with kind of the adoption of this like I think the word that the athletic uses is heliocentric players who have the ball at all times are scoring mm-hmm. a ton getting a ton of assists um, that can lead you to be on a good team and therefore be in consideration for MVP so um, yeah I mean I, I think Dame I mean you I just I, I was kind of saying he was having a down year, but obviously since CJ has gone out 36 and seven, 35 and six, 39 and eight. Um, and then he had 26 and 10 and their loss to OKC. But the numbers have obviously been there to ramp up that scoring average. That's interesting because I kind of thought he was having a worse year too. And I think it's just perception that they've been falling short in games. Right. And yeah. I mean, I've been watching games and I still, he just hasn't jumped off the screen to me. So he's yeah. putting up the numbers, but he just hasn't seemed like himself. Yeah, I mean, he has a he he's and and I also think with this Portland team, I mean, they they are nine and seven, so obviously got to give the credit. They they had a four a four game winning streak where they were playing really well. Um, got that win in L.A. Um, at the end of December, um, but you know, I I think it was also having to do with how good C.J. was playing, and it was like, all right, you know, the new the new hot thing on new hot thing on the block, but yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, do you like that day in MVP play? I don't. I, but I can see why somebody would bet it, you know, like taking the idea that he's going to be the scoring title champion with McCollum missing a good chunk of the season and Nurk being down, him having to take that scoring brunt. Um, if they end up being a top, if they could be a top three seed in the West, which I just, I don't see, but theoretically they could, anything can happen this season with COVID. Um, that yeah i can see the argument for it like i can see the storyline yeah and me, he's me he, he's 30 years old um this would be the time i think you know he really needs to make that jump if he's going to because he at six two smaller guys don't necessarily age well in the league yeah no i totally agree i mean do 
do you want to talk about more of the games or do you want to yeah. throw out more names? No, let's keep, let's keep talking about the games. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I have some MVP thoughts, so we'll talk about it after. Yeah, okay, so uh, we both like Houston there on the early leads. Next game up, we've got the LA Lakers at the Detroit Pistons. Right now, I'm seeing a line of the Lakers favored by nine and a half. I'm seeing a total of 220 and a half. Um, I think, you know, we don't have an injury report tonight, but like uh, yet, because we're talking about this on Wednesday, but... The Lakers play tonight, right? So this is a back, second of a back-to-back. We might actually get uh, AD and LeBron sitting because they don't need to play in Detroit. Yeah, I think you definitely have the, have the risk of some uh, sitting out here. I mean, I, I like this. They play Philly tonight, right? And that's a big game. Yeah, they're in Philly tonight. That's that's going to be a great game. Um but yeah, I mean, with this Detroit team, I mean, they've they've kept a lot of games close, right? I think three straight covers at home, yeah, yeah um, right. only one and two straight up. But um, I think this this team is frisky, right? I mean, I think they're they're four and thirteen, kind of like what we were saying at the beginning of the pod, though. You know, this is a team that I think we know to be a frisky home dog, right? I mean, I think that they are. I that's mean, nine how seven I see and this one, team right now. nine seven and one against the spread, but. Okay. I can see the Lakers looking at the four and 13 straight up and be like, we can, we can sit our stars here. Uh, on the yeah, second no, of a back-to-back and, and LeBron's going to need some rest. Has he sat? I know AD sat a game, but has LeBron, I, he's been on the injury report, but. I don't know if they have. I think, I think they, they've been, it's been impressive. I think how much guys have played even mm-hmm. like even Kawhi and PG. I mean, yeah, they obviously are out with the COVID protocols right now, but yeah, I think this feels like a good spot for the Pistons at home. I mean, I continue to like this team. They're they're obviously they're playing tonight as well in Cleveland, um, yeah. so that's keeping minds back to back for both teams. So no rest advantage, but like you said, you could have some sort of personnel adjustments here. Um, Blake is already uh, considered out for tonight, so uh, they might not get Blake Griffin. I mean, he hasn't been playing great, but he still puts up points. And uh, Derek Rose looks like he'll be back though. Yeah, and obviously Shams Sharane reporting yesterday that Derek Rose is involved in trade rumors so they'll continue to want to feature him to get a maximum return so yeah this feels like a good detroit spot obviously a lot to learn in terms of the injury report yeah okay moving on we're gonna get to the other la team the los angeles clippers at the miami heat uh miami is currently favored by three and a half i'm seeing a total of 216 and a half lowest on the slate right now and that is because they have a litany of quarantine covid protocol problems on both teams uh i mean this is just a, a battle of uh of backups right is it the battle of the backups it might be i mean i think so jimmy's out tonight for conditioning is he also out for tomorrow um i don't know i mean i i'm seeing him listed for quarantine reasons tonight but i don't know he i if... think he's a, i think he's available to come back tonight but he's oh, he not okay. because of conditioning uh, I, I could be wrong about that. Um, yeah, I mean, another one, obviously, with a lot to figure out. And also, they were saying that Kawhi and PG could test out quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure. But, you know, obviously, with this home back-to-back, two big games for the Heat, um, Denver tonight, Clippers tomorrow, I feel like this kind of feel – I feel like I probably like, like the Heat here in this game, especially if Jimmy does come back. Yeah. Uh, three three straight losses for Miami on the road coming home. I mean, I, I probably like them tonight against the Nuggets, but I, I like them in this matchup too. Plus three and a half, you said? Uh, I'm seeing the Heat are giving my, up three and a half. 
Yeah, but but no Kawhi and PG. According no Kawhi to that, and PG. Right? That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I like the Heat there. I think this is a decent matchup for them. Obviously, um, I, you know, I, I, probably really we won't pay attention to how they play tonight and how if they win or lose tonight, right? It'll probably dictate how they play tomorrow. Agreed. Agreed. I think I think if they lose tonight, definitely this could be a big time spot for the Heat tomorrow. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I like the matchup. The the Clippers don't really have any like crazy guards that can put super ball pressure on, on this, on the, on the heats, uh, you know, lack of defensive talent out there. Um, you know, no one to expose Duncan. So hopefully it's, it's a good matchup for them. And now for another quick break and we'll be right back. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for DJs only. Okay. It, everything the DJs care about and that's sports betting. That's all they really, really care about. Let's be honest. And that's all that, better than vegas deals in okay so the best part is you'll be able to feel get free video picks every day from sgpn crew we always are putting up our best bets uh so make sure to subscribe to the sgpn page at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash btv so you never miss any of our videos uh, definitely go check out sign up for an account and follow us at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash btv Okay, now we're going to get into some futures talk, and I'm going to start off right at the top and give out a uh, a crazy, potentially crazy, but actually kind of makes sense, long shot of 200 to 1, DeMontis Sabonis. That, before you answer, Zach, let me uh, go through. They've The Pacers have already had a litany of injuries, and, uh, you know, they lost... Oladipo and didn't get back Karis LeVert due to uh, a kidney cancer, which hopefully he's okay. Um, and Sabonis has took a big, a big jump last year. What if he takes another jump this year and the Pacers who have looked played pretty good for this new coach Bjorken Bjorkson, whatever. Um, is there a world where he gets them into a top you know, one to two seed because anything could happen in the East and he's in the conversation for MVP. You know, you know, actually, when you first said that, I honestly was like, no way. Um, but I, I do think you make a good, good case. And I think he has been really good this year. Um, I mean, I it's a it's, long shot. That's why it's 200 to, 200 to one. But of, of course, but the only, the only thing I, I have against, I, I think if you're living in, a, if you're living in a state where you could do prop swap, then I even like it even more because I think he's a guy oh, yeah. who could build more of a case over the course. I, I I have a really really hard time seeing that getting home at in any way. But I will say I do think. And another thing I was going to say about the MVP conversation, I feel like we're seeing a potential narrative for the MVP award emerge in the idea that this year is the return of the big man, mm-hmm. right? Like I feel like it's in a lot of people are talking about Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid. And I think it could happen over the course of the year that if we're all talking about these big men and then there's other camp people that say, oh, wait, what about Domitas Sabonis? He's been in that group of guys this season. And then all of a sudden he kind of latches on into the MVP conversation through, you know, Jokic and Embiid and kind of respect for that position, right? Because it's not like Anthony Davis has even been that good. Rudy Gobert hasn't been that good numbers wise. So I do, I do see a chance for him to build up a wild card case, um, as kind of the devil's advocate, well, he's been just as good as Jokic and Embiid. Yeah. All right. I, I'm probably not putting any money on it, or if I do, <laughs> it's just a few dollars. But I just thought it was fun to talk about because I saw somebody else chatting about it on uh, NBA Reddit. So are you go ahead. are you look are you looking at a at a list of odds right now? I am. I am. What is a uh, Kawhi Leonard at? 
30 to one. I actually had written him down. I, I mean, I really like, I'm going to go find that after this show. I mean, I really like Kawhi Leonard right now as a potential um, guy who emerges over the course of the season, right? 30 to one right now. That feels crazy. I mean, the Clippers have been really, really good. They're, they're one of these teams that separated themselves in this upper class of teams in either conference. And Kawhi Leonard has been lethally efficient this year. Um, and you think, know, about what the, think about what the arguments against him have been the last couple of seasons. Is he sitting out too many games? Well, he's been actually, before this recent quarantine issue, he was playing back-to-backs. Yes, and and he has the chance to do a 50-40-90 season. Um, he's at that right now. He's at 50-42-90, um, you know, averaging 26.6 assists. I mean, that's crazy for Kawhi. And then you look at the player efficiency rating, which is the ESPN catch-all He's in third right now, right behind Embiid and Jokic. Um, So, you know, you look at those two guys, kind of the big names right now, but Kawhi Leonard's a guy who's been um, really good. I think think kind of the scars of the Clippers from that playoff loss last year are kind of wearing off. Uh, You know, early in the season, we all still wanted to kind of clown them because they lost to the Nuggets in the playoffs. But I think over the course of the season, you're going to see a narrative emerge that, wait, I thought we all thought Kawhi was the best player in the NBA going into last season. Um, yeah. Are we really going to let the bubble change that? You know, right. and and we and we both you and I have agreed that the Clippers we shouldn't downgrade the Clippers because of that aberrational performance in the bubble. Um, you know, I think that at thirty to one, I, I really think there's a good case for Kawhi, considering how good he's been. I I circled the exact same thing coming into this podcast. I went and we didn't. Zach and I didn't talk before the podcast about who, who we were going to pick. And I, I like this bet a lot too. So I'm glad to hear um, that you're thinking of the same way. Uh, and I, I think the last thing I'll say about uh, Kawhi is we look at the argument for Giannis the last two years, and it was that he was a two-way player, right? He's a, an elite defensive and offensive player. And Kawhi is that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and he's that. And, and look, everything people have asked him to do, like you said, he didn't play games in the past. Now he's playing games, right? The Clippers used to have like a bad culture that was toxic. Now the Clippers are a feel good story with, with Ty Lue as their head coach. He used to be a selfish scorer. Now he's averaging six assists. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's really, there will be a lot of arguments about ways he's improved. And I think if we get down to the end of the year and people aren't willing to go for a big man, you know, especially if things change for the, for the Sixers here, um, I think you're going to be talking to yourself with the next big thing. And that would be Kawhi Leonard, right? It's not like mm-hmm. LeBron or Giannis has been that good or, or Harden, the typical names. I think KD is obviously another name to look at. I think he's getting more pressed than Kawhi. What's KD at right now? Uh, 5.50. So, yeah, I mean, there there is no chance in hell that KD has a six times better chance than, than Kawhi right now. I mean, that, that's, that's insane to me. Yeah. It is. Well, the, the narrative has just been circling around the Nets way more in the media than it has the Clippers, which is actually really good for the Clippers that they've been, oddly enough, a little under the radar after the beginning of the season. Like like you said, everybody wanted to clown them coming into the season because they lost to the Nuggets. They kind of shut up the haters real fast by just winning games. Yeah, totally. And now no one's paying attention to them. But I think as the season goes along, they could become like, oh, like everybody forgot about the Clippers, right? Um, I think that could be a narrative that emerges over the course of the season. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited about that. I, I'm glad we both uh, are into that pick. I like that. I like that. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about, or did you want to get into kind of uh, some conference or division odds? No, let's look at some conference and division. That I, I definitely think Kawhi was the main person I wanted to bring up. 
Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad you've circled him because I wanted to bring up uh, Sabonis, Dame, and Kawhi just as conversation. But I really, of those best, I really do actually like the Kawhi one. Even um, at 30 to 1, I feel like that's great, great value. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sportsbook, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. Have you got any get any better? The VIG is always the worst part of betting. So uh, since you're buying positions from other sports bettors, there is no quote unquote house. You're not playing against the house. You're playing against other sports bettors. How cool is that? You can play in for money in more than 40 states. And right now they're doing weekly college basketball contests on Wednesday and Saturday. It's $10 to enter and each user will start with a balance of 1,000 edge coins to wager on the games. The player with the highest earnings will take the entire pool of entry fees. It's a battle royale winner take all. Find the link under our competitions tab. Sign up at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com promo code SGP. And we got to talk about our friends at Ace Per Head. If you've ever thought about starting your own sportsbook and don't know how, Ace Per Head has you covered. They're here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace offers six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Okay, so did you have a division you wanted to talk about, or did you want me to pick one? No, nah, yeah, you can go. I mean, you can go ahead. I, I wanted to alert you to uh, the Utah Jazz still sitting at 10 to 1 to win the West, or at least where I'm looking. Um, I don't know yeah, what you're seeing. They're minus 200 now to win the Northwest. Okay, so we got, we got a lot of value there, right? Yeah, we did. We both picked them to win the Northwest before the season, and I mean, I don't see it. Obviously, still very early, but I... I totally believe in this jazz team. We both believed in them before this season, as much as I believe in the Denver team too. I think they are a step below the jazz. Yeah, totally agree. I, I mean, I don't think there's any value left on that. Right. Cause it's only a few games separating them, Yeah, but you know, Donovan Mitchell is, is out here tonight. He'll be dealing with a concussion. So he might miss a few games. So that the weather that, but it's nice to have Jordan Clarkson, right? This the depth of this team is another thing that I really like about them is that mm-hmm. they can, you know, survive an injury here or there in the regular season. Um, you know, what do you, what do you think about, what are you seeing for the Pacific division? Cause I think there is a case to be made for the Clippers to finish with a better record than the Lakers. Plus Plus one forty for the Clippers uh, minus one sixty five for the Lakers. Um, yeah. I mean, I would totally take the, I wouldn't take the Lakers there. I would take the Clippers at plus one forty and a better value. I, I still think the Lakers have the best potential to win the Pacific. They're the most talented team in the league, but I, I can see LeBron possibly taking his foot off the gas if he feels like he's not going to be the MVP and they've won enough games. I can see him, you know, being passed by the Clippers. Yeah, and only a game separates them right now. I mean, I, I'm really impressed by this Clippers team, obviously. Um, but yeah, that 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 could be that could be interesting. Um, uh, another one that's interesting. Uh, tell me what you think. We we both talked about how we thought that the Rockets could sneak into the back end of uh, the playoffs. Any way they could steal the southwest division from the mavericks they're at 10 to 1 yeah i feel like we, we, might, we might have brought this up on a past show as well but yeah i yeah. do i do think there's a, there's a good chance of that obviously i i think they are you know a toss-up to be ahead of any of these other teams right mm-hmm. the spurs grizzlies pelicans and then uh the mavericks have been not that impressive i think that it's likely that they'll they'll recover but yeah t- 10 to 1 I, I like that for the rockets i think they could 
definitely – I think the Rockets are, are going to have a high floor, right? I think, you know, you, mm-hmm. I see them as right around a 500 team, but um, not much downside when you have guys like Victor Oladipo who, you know, hold your level. Yeah. I also think that the in the Central Division, uh, the Pacers are worth – throwing a few dollars on it plus 400 to win that uh i could see the bucks if they if Giannis goes down with covid for a couple weeks or you know uh, something could happen anything can happen this year the bucks are at minus 1200 to win that division there's a world where the pacers can pass them yeah definitely there is only half a game separating them right now obviously the bucks with that nine point differential but you know they remember they had that 50 point win or whatever against the heat Mm -hmm. um maybe playing into that a little bit, but yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not very high on this Bucks team. Uh, the Pacers, I mean, yeah, like you said, hopefully Karras can get back and glad to hear that he had that successful procedure. But if Karras comes in, he starts fitting in and TJ Warren still has to come back. Um, yeah. So the pieces could definitely come together for this Indiana team. And I think people are impressed with Nate Bjorkman in his first year so far. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk about or should we get out of here? No, let's get out of here. It's a, f- a fun show. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back on Friday on the locker room app at 12 Eastern standard time. And I'll post that audio on this podcast feed. After that, follow me at the Ryan McKee, follow uh, Zach at NBA Zach B check out our updated picks against the spread every day at sg.pn slash NBA picks. Sorry, couldn't think of it for a second. All right, have a good one. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.